Welcome to the Hustle Sanely podcast, a show that equips you to get organized and boldly pursue your wildest dreams. Around here, we believe it is totally possible to pursue our goals without feeling burnt out, overwhelmed, or sacrificing our mental health and relationships. I'm your host, Jess Massey. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Hustle Sanely podcast. I'm so glad that you are here and I am ready to talk about what to do when you hate the season that you're in. Now, I know that hate is a strong word and some people aren't fans of it, but it's the reality. Sometimes we just really don't like where we're at in life. And I'm here to tell you that we have all been there. We've all felt frustrated, annoyed, or just straight up mad about the season that we're in. I get emails and DMs and comments all the time from girls who ask me what to do when they're not happy in their current season. And uh, brace yourself, sisters. Today's episode is going to have a little bit of tough love in it, but I feel like it's really necessary for you to hear. So let's go ahead and jump into the first of three things that I'm going to tell you to do when you're not super loving the season that you're in. So number one is choose to grow instead of grumble. Grumbling is easy. And when I say grumble, I mean complain. Like I just wanted a G word because growth starts with a G. You know what I mean? Um, But grumbling is just when you are complaining all the time. Like everybody around you knows that you are not happy with what's going on because you are making sure that everybody around you knows that you are not happy with what is going on. So sometimes, and hear me out here because this is not fun to hear, but I think it's super important and it's true for everybody. I'm not calling you out. This is just how it, how it goes. Sometimes you just got to suck it up and embrace the season that you're in, okay? We all have bills to pay. Maybe you're in school and you absolutely hate it. You're just like, man, I don't like going to class. I don't like having these exams. But your dream, your end goal is to be a nurse or a teacher. You need that degree at the end of school to be what you're trying to be. So going through the schooling part, yeah, it might be like a crappy part of your season, but it's a necessary part of your season. So that's where you've got to shift your mindset. You've got to choose to grow instead of grumble. And what that might look like is, yeah, even though Obviously, who loves going and taking an exam? Nobody. I mean, if you do, good for you. But I know I sure don't. But instead of grumbling about it, use that energy to study for your exam. Maybe get together with a group and study with a group so that you're not sitting at your desk all by yourself, kind of in a grouchy mood that you're studying. Get together with other people, study, do what you got to do to perform the best that you can perform on that exam, okay? So that's an example of growing instead of grumbling. Even if you're doing something that you're not super excited to be doing, you have a choice of how you're going to approach approach it, okay? One thing that has really, really helped me get in a headspace to choose growth instead of grumbling, like as of my default now, because let me just tell you, I used to be a negative Nancy. Like my go-to was just complaining and not being happy about where I was unless I was exactly where I wanted to be. And that's not fun for me, and it was not fun for anybody in my life either. But the thing that has helped me the most is keeping a gratitude journal. And you might be rolling your eyes at this because a lot of people talk about gratitude journals and you're like, that's a little bit woo-woo, like what's that gonna do? But listen to this, whenever 
whenever you are going throughout your day looking for things to be grateful for because you know that the next morning when you wake up, you have to write them down in your gratitude journal, that's what you're going to be looking for is things to be grateful for. But when you're looking for things to complain about, that's what you're going to find is things to complain about. So the fact of the matter is you're in the season that you're in. Okay. So you can choose to grow instead of grumble, choose to show up, choose to ask yourself, what can I learn from this? How can I take any information that I'm learning in this season and take it with me into the next thing that I'm going into? Every single situation that you experience has the potential for you to take a tool and add it to your toolbox, like your metaphorical toolbox of life that you're carrying around. You're going to learn something because of what you're going through right now that you might otherwise never learn. So, okay, for example, my very first job that I ever had, I worked as an assistant manager at a retail store. Um, Do you think that has anything to do with how what I'm doing right now? No, I am creating digital planners. That has nothing to do with being an assistant manager at a retail store. So, but what I took away from that and what I'm applying to what I'm doing now from that season, and did I love being an assistant manager at a retail store? Heck no, I did not like working at the mall. But I learned customer service skills that I otherwise might not have picked up. So now if I get an email from somebody who's not happy because they can't figure out how to use one of my products or they order the wrong size or something, instead of me popping off at them because I'm like, whoa, don't be coming at me. I learned because of that job that I was in that I didn't love how to handle upset, irate customers in a way that calms them down, makes them feel heard, and ultimately leads to us coming to a solution to the problem together. So that's what I'm saying. Even though I didn't love the season that I was in whenever I was working in retail, I learned super valuable skills that I can take with me as I'm actually pursuing my dream. So number one, choose to grow instead of grumble. Going into number two, serve your heart out, okay? Serving, which we talked about in last week's episode, serving others allows us to create valuable relationships and experience opportunities that we otherwise might not have ever experienced, okay? So by you showing up to work or whatever you're doing that you're not enjoying, showing up to school, whatever it is, like I said, it doesn't matter what it is, but if you're showing up and you're choosing to be a good sport about it, you're choosing to be your best at whatever it is, people are going to notice. So instead of showing up to a meeting five minutes late and you roll in, slam your stuff down on the table, you huff and puff as you sit down, roll your eyes, maybe show up five minutes early or 10 minutes early and ask the person leading the meeting like, hey, is there anything I can help you with? Do you need me to pass out any papers? Do you need me to go make sure that we have enough pens or paper clips or whatever it is? Show up with a servant's heart because that's going to make not only your experience of whatever you're going through more enjoyable, it's going to open new doors for you because when somebody has a need and maybe it's something that you're good at or something that they've seen you doing, you're going to be the first person that they think of because you have a good attitude. You're showing up and you're willing to be a team player. So that's going to put you in situations and positions that you wouldn't be in if you're showing up and you're grumbling and you're complaining and you're not serving. 
doing. When we show up and we are willing to serve, even if we're in a season that we're not enjoying, it's building our character. It's making us a better person because then when you do get into a season that you are on fire for and that you are just absolutely loving, you're going to appreciate it that much more because you're going to think back about the current season that you're in that you're not super stoked about and you're going to be like, wow, look at where I am now. Like that's where I was before and this is where I am now. And it's going to give you such a heightened appreciation for the good seasons. So keep that in mind too. While you're serving in seasons that you don't love, remember that you're building your character. You're becoming a better version of yourself because you're choosing to serve and be a good spirited person even in the midst of a season that you're not enjoying. I want to share a little story with you guys. So this morning, it is the 18th of September when I am recording this. This morning when I woke up, it was the first time that I woke up in over 10 years that I was not working multiple jobs or that I was not in school of some sort. So last night, I finished up the part-time job that I have been at for 10 years to do Hustle Sanely full-time. You guys, this time last year, I was having mental breakdowns probably like every other week because I was so, I was in just such a tough season. I wasn't unhappy, but I was in a tough season. I was working three jobs and I was an SLP graduate student and doing an internship, which was required of my program. So I just had a lot going on and I would wake up every single day just feeling burnt out and overwhelmed. And then it hit me one day. I was like, you are working towards something that's going to be your dream. So This is part of it. The journey, the hard, crappy feeling, overwhelming, burnt out inducing season that you're in right now is going to make the dream season that you enter into someday that much sweeter. How cool that I got to wake up today, the day that I'm recording this, in that sweet season. I can sit down at my desk and close my eyes and picture myself from a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, slaving away, putting in the long hours, making sacrifices, trying things and failing, but still choosing to show up and be my best and give my all because I knew, I knew that even though I was currently in a season that I did not love, that was not enjoyable, that I hated, if you will, I knew that the work that I was doing in that hard season was the only way that I was going to get to that sweet season, to the season where I was living my dreams out. When I showed up to my internships a year ago, I was so not wanting to be working for free for somebody, but I didn't show up with a bad attitude toward my supervisor. I showed up early every single day. I showed up with materials that I had been up the night before prepping instead of going in and being like, hey, what do you want me to do? I showed up and I was prepared. I showed up ready to serve the students that I was working for, ready to serve my supervisor and supporting her in any any way that I could because I knew that's the only way that I was going to learn the stuff that I needed to learn to become an SLP. So yeah, my season that I was in a year ago, maybe I didn't really need to know that stuff because I ended up switching career paths, but that grew my character. That built my character. It made me a better me. 
So sister, I see you in the middle of a season that you hate. I see you, I feel you, I was you. And I am here to tell you, you have to choose to serve your heart out in these hard seasons. Hey, really quick, before we finish up this episode, I wanted to ask you for a favor. Can you please head on over to iTunes and rate and review the podcast? My team and I put so much work into creating it for y'all every single week, and it would mean the world to us to get your feedback. Oh, and guess what? Once a month, I choose a reviewer to send just a little thank you to. It could be a free coaching call with me, a tea from the merch shop, or a digital planner. So press pause, go leave us a raving review, and then imagine me hugging you right through your phone screen. All right, let's get back into the show. And then the third and final thing that we are going to talk about today for what you can do when you hate the season that you're in is give yourself a timeline to make a change. So it's easy to not realize how long you're staying in a season without progressing in one way or another. If you're just waking up every single day, rolling your eyes and kind of dragging your feet into the day, it's so easy to just get in that never ending cycle of wake up, go to work, do a job that I hate, go to sleep, wake up, repeat. You know what I mean? So you have to give yourself a timeline to make a change. Now, obviously, it's very different circumstances. If you are the season that you're in and that you're hating has to do with a tragedy that you've experienced or something heavier than, you know, working at a job you don't like. This advice is um, applicable to the lighter situations, not a tragedy or something big. So keep that in mind as you're listening, because I don't want you to think that I'm like, yeah, well, get over it if someone in your family just passed away. That's not where my heart is. So make sure that you're listening from a place of hearing me where I'm actually coming from. So giving yourself a timeline to make a change to get yourself out of a season that you hate is so important. Seasons are not forever, okay? That's true in the world and in our lives. So like actual seasons, like it's not always spring, it's not always winter, it's not always fall, which I wish it was, and it's not always summer. You cannot have a blooming spring without a dark winter. You know what I mean? In our lives, we have to be proactive if we want a season to shift. So that's where it comes in to give yourself a timeline. So what I like to do is I get out a piece of paper, which you can do this after you listen or as you're listening, but I like to take out a piece of paper and I like to write the big goal that I want to accomplish. So like for me, it's coming out with a paper planner. So that is like my big goal right now in my my timeline that I gave myself is I want to launch that paper planner in January 2021. Like that's when I want it to make its world debut. So if I want that to happen, yeah, maybe I'm not working on getting out of a season that I hate, but this is just an example of giving yourself a timeline to make a change, which in my case, the change is getting the paper planner out of my mind and out into the world. So on the top of my piece of paper, I wrote January 2021 paper planner launches. Now, this is where I do things a little bit differently than what I've typically heard other people suggest whenever you're working toward creating an action plan for your goals. A lot of people like to reverse engineer. So you start with a big goal and you work your way backwards until you are at your first step. My brain works a little bit differently. And this is something that I teach in my Hustle Seenly coaching program is 
when you're hearing things like this, you need to take the principles of it and then kind of be okay with being flexible with the methods because all of us work differently. Our brains are wired differently. We like to work differently. Be okay with that. So listen to what I'm saying and then figure out how to make it work for you. So I figured out that reverse engineering goals does not work for me. I like to start with the first step and work my way up to the big goal rather than starting with the big goal and working my way back to the first step. So I do start with the big goal, obviously, which I already told you. So at the top of my paper, I wrote January 2021 launch paper planner. So then I was thinking, okay, what is the first thing that I need to do in order to make this happen? So the first thing that I need to do in order to make that happen is have a design for the paper planner. So that is what I am working on right now is drawing out the actual look of what I want the planner to look like in a notebook. And I am giving myself until mid-October to do that. How I'm holding myself accountable to giving myself a timeline to make a change and actually sticking to the timeline is getting other people in on the timeline. So I made a meeting for mid-October with a designer who is going to be working in the program that I need my planner to be designed in that I don't have experience with. I set a meeting with her for mid-October so that I know my first step, which is drawing out that paper planner like on a notebook, like on actual paper, that needs to be done by mid-October. So I kind of boxed myself into a timeline to hold myself accountable. And that's the example that I wanted to give you guys. I'm not going to go through my whole process of how I'm planning to come out with a paper planner. That'll be another podcast episode is how to like create an action plan for your goals. So coming soon to a podcast near you. But I just wanted to give you guys some actual strategies that you could implement for giving yourself a timeline to make a change. So if you're in a job that you don't like, sure, maybe your big overarching goal is I want to be out of this job and working somewhere else in one year. That's great for like your big overarching goal. But you need to give yourself a more specific timeline than that. So maybe you can give yourself, okay, within the next month and a half, I am going to have a list of three other jobs that I want to apply for. So then tell your best friend that you guys are going to go out to dinner on X date a month and a half from now, and you're going to talk about those three jobs that you're going to be applying for together. That holds you accountable to get it done. And then your next step might be, okay, now that I have the three jobs that I'm interested in applying for, how can I make my resume the best that I can make it in order to be an appealing applicant for these positions? So you can give yourself, okay, within the next three weeks, I'm going to write down a list for each of these positions of things that I need to do to beef up my resume so that I can be the best applicant that I can be. And then again, schedule another dinner with your friend. Hey, okay, now in three weeks, I want to get together and talk about this with you because I want to hold myself accountable. Chances are your friend is going to be more than happy to make sure that you are sticking to your timeline because she's not going to want you to be in a season that you hate either. So to kind of tie everything together, the three things that you can do when you hate the season that you're in. Number one, choose to grow instead of grumble. Number two, serve your heart out. Serving even when you're in a season that you don't love builds character. And number three, give yourself a timeline to make a change and make sure that number one, your timeline has actionable steps with goals within the big goal and 
understand that you've included somebody else to kind of hold you accountable as you work your way through that timeline. All right, y'all, that's it for today. I will meet you right back here next week and a little sneak peek about what we are going to be talking about. I am going to be sharing with you what to do when you are no longer feeling motivated to work toward your goals. I so appreciate you tuning in to today's show. I hope it blessed you right where you're at. If you did enjoy it, make sure to take a screenshot of the episode and share it on your Instagram story. Tag me at Jess M. Massey so I can see it and even share it on my story. Your feedback is such an encouragement to me and it helps the show more than you will ever know. If you want more Hustle Sanely in your life, make sure to visit jessicamassey.com. It's actually my favorite place to hang out online. I'll meet you right back here next week, friend. Until then, keep hustling sanely.